All right, and we're recording. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode because I literally wrote what I'm about to say this morning, um, and I've already put out two episodes this week, but this is something that I I didn't feel I should speak on because I feel like too many people are talking about it, um, and like, what the fuck do I know? I'm just a 24-year-old. But I'm recognizing that in doing so, and do, by not talking about it, I have allowed for the uneducated people to speak for me, and uh, that just doesn't sit well with me. So I'm going to read something that I wrote this morning, um, because I'm going to post the actual writing part up on my social media, but I know most people won't read it, and that's fine. So this will allow me to put my tone behind it, um, and then after I'm done reading it, I'm just going to kind of elaborate further. So if COVID-19... Uh, is uh, an issue that you like to complain about. Um, If the lockdowns have affected you financially, emotionally, spiritually, or any of the above, um, and if uh, losing the gyms has somehow affected your mental health or your physical health or your general well-being, this episode is for you. So welcome to the Pumpkin Seeds Podcast. I am your host and rant specialist, uh, Shanna Davilin Blanford, and let's get into it. So this rant comes after um, a, first of all, incredibly sloppily written article that was posted um, by CBC, I think it was, or maybe it was CTV. It was, I think it was CTV, uh, CBC News Ottawa last night about a gym in Ottawa called 613 Lift that was quote unquote forced to close. Um, the article suggested that COVID-19 cases had come from this location. It suggested that Everyone in the building was basically saying "fuck you" to the government, and that we weren't, fo- and that people weren't following, you know, mask rules, sanitation rules. Um, they made suggestions that members were uh, aggressive towards bylaw officers and police officers. And the photo that went with this article was a picture of someone being arrested. What's really unfortunate is that person that was caught on camera in handcuffs was released immediately because they had nothing to hold him on. Um, The police officers on site didn't even want to be there and explicitly told all the members leaving the building that they were just there to support bylaw and that as long as people left, you know, and and weren't aggressive, there would be no issues. Um, And the only person at that scene that was aggressively disrespectful was the bylaw officer. Uh, Members kept their heads down and just left the premises. Um, and the whole article paints this picture that the people at that gym were like hoodlums or, or vandalists that were basically saying, fuck the government and, you know, we aren't going to listen. And and it painted a really negative picture when really all the people in that gym are just people who are fucking fed up and they just want to get a workout in. And a lot of those people have been vaccinated already. Several of the members wear masks all the time. Um, Masks were worn in change rooms, masks were worn during workouts, and there was kind of a verbal contract that if you were going to use that space, you were going to be respectful. Because the point of the gym being open was that fitness and, and fitness has been proven time and time again to be incredibly important to not just human health physically, but just human existence. And we all know this, yet it wasn't deemed essential along with all the other things that shouldn't have been essential that were. And small businesses have just been fucking trampled on this year. 
especially gyms, because the overhead to rent buildings big enough to be a gym is astronomical. And these small business owners have been fucking strangled to death this year. And you can't expect people to just get strangled for a year, almost a year and a half, and not just be fucking fed up with it. And every single person that went to this gym was a tax-paying member of society. There were no hoodlums in that building. There were no vandalists or, or dangerous people. They are members of society, police officers, firefighters, personal trainers, you know, people working everywhere, grocery stores, fucking retail, Starbucks. That gym was filled with grown-ass humans who just wanted to work out because they don't have what they need for their workout at their disposal at home. I am not an anti-maxer, masker, sorry, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have been vaccinated. I wear a mask everywhere that I go, and I've been socially distancing. I've been going to school online. I've lost my job due to COVID, and I've been trying my best to work from home and pivot in the online space. I have done everything asked of me by my government, and I'm still getting disrespected and ignored. And that's what this is about. So if you're interested in hearing my rant about it, continue. If not, this episode is not for you. Okay. Dear whoever takes the time to read this. Everywhere I look, people are talking about mental health and how all the lockdowns, social distancing, and basic halt of human life itself is not helping anyone's mental stability. This makes me violently angry because it is clear that our government doesn't actually give a crap about our mental health and neither do the news outlets. They continue to look at the camera and tell us lies disguised as sob stories in the hopes to scare us into submission. These are There are zero studies supporting any sort of correlation between mental health and McDonald's or Burger King or any of the other hundreds of big box fast food chains that have been deemed essential right from the beginning. Just because they have easy access to the funds required to completely rearrange their business models, advertising, and delivery services to work within COVID restrictions. If the only reason these places are being deemed essential is because they provide food to the public, then why are family-owned, locally-run restaurants being left completely unsupported? If the government really had everyone's health and safety in mind, big-box nutritionless, fast-food restaurants would have been closed to leave the window of opportunity open to small businesses to survive this pandemic. Why are we allowing the giant corporations who don't give a shit about anybody to take the profits from local business owners who would actually take pride in feeding their communities during this time, during these tough times. Furthermore, if mental health is such a problem, if it's such a concern, and if the government was really aware and concerned, they would keep gyms and fitness facilities open. If our government is capable of monitoring cell phones, Google searches, and find my iPhone, then they should be more than capable of coming up with a strategic safety plan to allow gyms to stay open while following specific health measures. If this whole master plan created by the government was actually about the health and safety of Canadians, having a safe and effective plan to allow for everyone to exercise for physical health and mental sanity would have been at the top of the priority list, right under groceries. Instead, under groceries, we have McDonald's and alcohol. I've been a personal trainer for just under 10 years, and I have to say this past 14 months, I have dealt with the saddest, fattest, most most depressed people in my entire career. Everyone. 
is coming out of this pandemic sad, overweight, underweight, depressed, sleep deprived, anxious, and or lonely. The government could have made this an easy opportunity for Canadians to become the healthiest we've ever been. With everything closed except for gyms and grocery stores? Are you kidding me? This could have been the year everyone finally started looking after their bodies. A physical workout is the one thing you cannot get on the internet. Yes, you can pay for a coach, but if you live in a 350 square foot apartment with no equipment, and yeah, you can go outside for walks or runs or bike rides, but our government put us in lockdown from December to March. Have you ever tried to go for a run in February in Ottawa, Mr. Ford? I am assuming you have not. The LCBO and other alcohol distribution stores had to remain open because of so many Canadians would have died with, with, um, from withdrawal had they been closed. Cigarettes had to be deemed essential for close to the same reasons. Who profits off these sales? Not us. Gas and grocery had to be deemed essential because people need to be able to drive places, like to get food, uh, and we need food to survive. Who benefits from these sales? Not us. As our governing body, you have done nothing to look out for us and everything to look out for yourselves. Canada is supposed to be a place for the people, a place for freedom. But this past year, we, you have demonstrated the exact opposite of all of that. It turns out Canada is the place to be taken advantage of by people with deeper pockets than the rest of us. Not every Canadian can afford to move to the suburbs to have a backyard and a garage gym to wait out the lockdowns. Not every Canadian can afford the $10 delivery fee on top of weekly groceries. And not every Canadian was making more than $20,000 a year before they were forced to live off EI. Do you know what EI is for someone working full-time but for minimum wage? It's $2,000 a month. And do you know how much it costs to rent a one-bedroom basement apartment just outside of Ottawa? $1,600 a month. And that's not even including utilities. I am writing this in the hopes that someone in the news media or one of the other thousands of propaganda outlets in this country will see it and will wake the hell up. You are not helping your country by buying into the fear tactics and overly embellished statistics surrounding this pandemic. The people of this country do not need to be scared straight. They need to be heard. You think convincing everyone that if they leave their home, their grandma will die is a great way to make sure that people don't just kill themselves with copious amounts of alcohol and drugs that you've already deemed essential? Canadian government, Canadian news outlets, stop acting like you give a shit about the people of this country when your actions this past year have only proven the opposite. Stop acting like you give a shit about the mental health of people in this country when you all choose, when all you choose to do is scare us with the five terrible stories out of 5,000 happy stories each day surrounding this pandemic. Stop treating the people of this country like three-year-olds who aren't ready to hear that our goldfish actually died and didn't go to the funny farm. Be honest, you weren't ready for this. And you rushed it instead of making plans that would actually take care of Canadians' health and safety. You chose to lock us down time and time again because it was easier than working on the health and safety measures for each individual industry that were necessary to be certain Canadians could continue living life as best we could in these terrible and stressful times. Our hospitals are drowning because instead of honestly saying that the issue here is not enough qualified hands or available medications and equipment, you are instead choosing to tell everyone that COVID is so dangerous, it's just killing us all. COVID is so, is so dangerous because we were unprepared, not because it's some alien mutation sickness that's here to take us out like the dinosaurs. You know this, but you seem to think that fear is your only option of control here. 
Well, how's that working out for you? We are the only first world country still in lockdown and screaming for our rights to live because our government and our media choose to prioritize money-sucking corporations and fear-based propaganda to take control over its people and scare them into submission. Well, I'm here to tell you, Mr. Ford and company, that instead you are coming out of this pandemic with an entire nation of young people who don't trust their own government and frankly are embarrassed of the country they're supposed to be proud of. The government will always survive. It bounces back from debt time and time again. But its people, we don't have the same guarantee. The people of this country may not bounce back from this so easily. As a governing body, you are failing your country and you are losing the respect of the countries watching this dumpster fire burn next door. I hope that you read this. I hope that you hear what I'm saying and I am not and I want to make it clear, I am not an anti-masker. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I wear a mask and I am vaccinated. I haven't left my home like I've been told to time and time again, but I am pissed off as I know many of my fellow Canadians are too. And so I am taking all of the free time you have so thoughtfully given me to write this rant. Stop lying. Make gyms essential and tell McDonald's to sit the fuck down and tell small businesses uh, until and let small businesses feed their communities. Take off your invisible big money corporation jersey, put on your goddamn Canadian flag, and help us. So my camera just died, so YouTube's only going to get a portion of this. So my podcast people, you're going to get the end of this. I don't normally get political, and especially with this whole covid thing it feels like everyone's complaining and everyone has valid reasons i understand that the government there's only so much they can do i understand that the virus is dangerous and it's scary and lots of people have died but just trying to scare us all is not the answer we can handle the truth work with us that's the whole point of a democracy we're not getting a say in any of this and the statistics are clear, and just like many of my you know, fellow uh, fitness fanatics have, have pointed out, the stats speak for themselves. I don't need to shove them down your throat. We all know that most people who get COVID survive, and I know that people who are scared of COVID hate hearing that, but it's true. And yes, the hospitals should be fucking saved so that the people who do need hospitalization can get the help that they need, and that will prevent more people from dying. But there are lots of people who get COVID, are sick for 10 days, and then they're fine. And guess who those people are? Those are the people who go to the gym, who exercise. Those are the people whose lives have not really been affected in terms of restaurants being closed and bars being closed. This entire year, I have had my job taken away from me time and time and time and time again. And then... The one thing that I spend my entire life, I have spent my entire life working on and trying to instill in others, which is living a healthy lifestyle, has been deemed dirty and illegal and technically a criminal offense. So I could eat myself to death, drink myself to death, or smoke or snort or whatever myself to death, and that would be completely within the guidelines of our COVID restrictions here in Canada. But if I want to go to a gym because I live in a 350-square-foot basement apartment with zero room to exercise, that's illegal? And I recognize that our politicians and our government workers don't seem to understand the importance of fitness. But I can promise you this. If we were to take all of them, 
and run a poll, I bet you at least 60% of them pay people, pay professionals to put them through workouts or to help them with their diet. Why? Because exercise and your diet are the two things that everybody, no matter how fucking powerful you are or how much money you make, everyone struggles with. And everyone recognizes how important they are and everyone recognizes that we need to do them. So why is it that we can preach to everybody they need to have strenuous exercise for at least 30 to 45 minutes every day or a couple hours every week? Yet the minute we have this pandemic that we weren't ready for, we decide to completely ignore the fact that fitness and health saves people's lives every single year from heart disease, diabetes, cancer, you name it, we save you from it, and focus on how staying at home alone and eating yourself, drinking yourself, or snorting yourself to death is saving your country, and it's looking after the health and safety of your fellow Canadians. That is bullshit, and we all know that it is. These gyms are struggling and all they want to do is give people a place to work out and i know for a fact that if the government made some sort of fucking health rules or restrictions that they had to follow to keep their doors open they would do it tenfold you know why because people who own gyms and work out regularly are fucking great at following rules so this is not this 613 lift is not a building full of fucking degenerates These are grown-ass people who know the importance of health and fitness, who have based their life on it, and who have spent the last 14 months getting told that everything they've worked for their whole life and everything they're passionate about and everything they believe in isn't essential, and it's fucking exhausting. If our government really gives a shit about the health and safety of Canadians, gyms will be essential. And whenever the fuck we get out of all these lockdowns and life goes back to quote unquote normal, I promise you gyms will be flooded with people looking to fucking save their own lives from whatever holes they dug themselves into under lockdown. And that's not even weight management or health or physical health. That's just mental health even. The gym is an escape for so many people. So you watch. That thing that you deemed non-essential, that you put at the bottom of the totem pole, is going to be the number one thing everyone fucking runs to the minute you give the green light. (sighs) Okay, I feel better. I don't know about you guys. Uh, So like I said, I'm going to get this up today. It's not edited. Um, I'm literally just rambling. It might upset a couple people. I'm not really sorry for that. This is how I feel. It's been a long fucking year. I'm tired. And too many feel passion too many people feel passionate about this for it to not be true. Please share with someone who you think needs to hear it. Share with your local government if you have the balls. Let's just get this out there. Even if it's not my voice, at least it's someone's. We just need we just need someone to listen to us. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I love and appreciate all of you. And I'll catch you in the next one.